Well, good morning. Welcome to Faith Community United Methodist Church. It is good to be with you in God's house. This morning, I want you to think about when you, maybe in your prayers, you get to the end, you say, I love you, Lord. Amen. When you say, I love you, Lord, where does that come from? Where, where has that come to be able to, for you to understand what it means to say, I love you, Lord? And we'll be expanding or looking at ways that we can understand more about how God loves us and how we love God back today. Turn to your announcements. Tonight is our fall fun night. Uh, so I invite you all to come out. It should be a time for us just to gather and just be with one another, have some food and uh, just some fun together, uh, just to be able to have some good conversations and, and enjoy each other's company. So I invite you out tonight, 5 o'clock. Just come to the community center area and we'll uh, come in through that door. And then I believe we're actually in the fellowship hall. So come on in and we will enjoy our time together. Uh, a couple things that are coming up in November. Uh, the Mary and Martha ministry that is going to be starting uh, on November the 13th <clears throat> is for women of all ages. Just We want women to come out to be able to just be together and share their lives together, have some fun with different activities, uh, and being there for one another, however that may be needed in the times that they gather. Uh, those kinds of things will come out the more and more they gather. Uh, so I encourage you to uh, be a part of that. Also, we have set the date for the church conference that we do every year uh, in order to figure out who's going to be serving up committees and uh, how things are going to be going uh, for the next year. So that is on the calendar for November 16th. Uh, if you want to be a part of that and uh, you have voice and vote in the midst of that conference uh, for this church, uh, we invite you to come out on that day. Put it on your calendar. We still do need a receptionist to come and volunteer receptionist on Friday mornings. So if that's something that you think you can help the church out with, we would appreciate uh, you uh, volunteering for that. With that, let's prepare our minds and our hearts for worship as we listen to the play prelude.
Good morning. And if you'll please stand for our call to worship as printed in your bulletin. Come, holy God, draw near. Come, God of justice, be present today. Come in this hour. And remain standing for our opening hymn, Holy, 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 number 64. seated and please join together in our opening prayer found in your bulletin holy god we long to sense your presence awaken us with your love and grace and show us your possibilities for our lives assure us that we are not alone and that you walk with us always for this we offer you our thanks and praise Amen. And if the children would come come forward, and Mrs. Engel is going to talk to you uh, and do the children's moments this morning. Need a microphone. morning. How is everybody? Good. Good? Do you want to come over here so you can see? Okay. 
Um, you are going to hear Mrs. Hughes read a scripture, and she's going to be talking about Moses. And Moses is talking to God. The thing is, this is a little different. God's talking back to Moses. Now, I talk to God a lot, but God doesn't usually talk back to me like he talked back to Moses. And Moses was asking God for some things. And he wanted to see God's glory. And he also wanted to see some of the goodness. And God said, well, I can do that. I can show you my goodness and glory. But here's the thing. I can't show you my face. We cannot see the face of God. So I thought, well, huh. I don't think I need to see the face of God. But can we think of some of God's goodness and glory? And I think I, I brought some. So let's... Let's see if this is God's goodness and glory. When you guys pulled into the parking lot today, did you see all the leaves? They are beautiful. These are not the church leaves. I didn't take the church <laughs> leaves. These are mine. <clears throat> but all of the leaves are turning, and aren't they beautiful? Mm-hmm. They are just, it, it's a good year for that. Have you guys been to a pumpkin patch this year? Not yet? Mm. Ooh. Mm. Have you guys been to a pumpkin patch? Not yet? Really? Oh, it's so much fun. It's so colorful. I know you've been to a pumpkin patch. Have you been to a pumpkin patch this year? So you can see so many different colors of pumpkins and gourds, and you can see It's usually on a farm, so you can see all the farm animals and all of the harvest, and you can see some of God's glory. Have you guys been to an apple orchard? Picking apples is so much fun. That's also part of God's... We eat apples all the time. Yep. They are so good. The other thing is, you know another way you can see God's glory? Through us. Mm. When we do things for other people, that's a reflection of God's glory. So I just want, I want you guys to think about that and... Maybe do something nice for somebody else this week. Um, and let's pray, and then I have a little treat for you. Dear God, we thank you for showing us your glory through nature, showing us through this season how beautiful you are, how wonderful you are, how much you love us by, by showing us all of this beauty and all of your goodness. And we praise your name. Amen. Amen. message to our children this morning. And um, can we join together? Wait a minute. We're going to sing next. Okay, number 472, Near to the Heart of God.
when we think about those words in the song of coming near to the heart of God, that is the place where we find rest. That is the place where we find joy and peace. As we all know, as we uh, have been watching the news around everything that is happening across the globe, we can see how so many are far away from the heart of God. Let us go to our Lord in prayer and crying out for us to be near the heart of God. God of grace and mercy, we come before you and we ask that you come before us. That we are able to sense your presence and draw us near to you. Because it is as when we, when we come close to you, when we open our hearts to you, that is when we can experience what it means to be loved by you. And what it means to return love the right way. Lord, we have been troubled. Troubled by the fighting that is going on in so many places in the world. There's fighting that happens, you know, within our own homes even. But Lord, when we look across the sea and we witness what is happening in the region of Israel, our hearts are troubled. Lord, we, we can't make sense of it. We have not experienced things so closely as what we can see in the images. Lord, it just doesn't seem possible for so much hate to be between different parties and thinking that each one is right. Lord, the only way to know any of it that makes sense is to go to you. Because we don't make sense as human beings when we act against one another. We only know how to treat one another when we know you. And you draw us close to your heart. To truly know what it means to love one another. The only way things are going to change, oh God, is with you connecting with other people. For us to connect with other people and share with them with you. So we just ask that you would be in the midst of all of this turmoil that is happening. That you would show your presence and invite people into a relationship with you. To break that sense of fear and hate, be able to see one another as those who were created in the image of God. We're good at fighting. Make us good at loving, oh God. Let it begin with us. Let us pray for your presence to be known in the midst of turmoil. Let us be that witness to the world. Lord, we ask you to be with the leaders that are in the world all around it who are looking at how to respond, how, to, how do we support, how do we not support, where do we go, what do we do. There's so many decisions that can make such a difference. There's so many innocent people involved, oh God. We pray for their aid to be given to them to the, so they can have what they need to sustain their lives. Lord, help the world to know how to live together. When we want to be in the same space and call it our own, help us to know how it is to be those who love one another and see that all is yours, O oh God. 
guide us and direct us. In Jesus' name. Let us share together the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. There are so many different ways that we can support those in our midst and those across the globe. One of those ways is by being the church to those closest to us. And the way that we continue to be the church is by being there through all of our gifts, our resources, so that we can truly be a blessing to our neighborhood. Ushers, would you please wait upon us. Please join in the prayer of dedication. Holy God, your kindness and compassion surround us. You alone are holy. You alone bring meaning and hope to our lives. We are grateful for all that you are and all that you give us. Receive us and the gifts that we bring, that the world might know you and the gifts you offer to those who ask. Amen. You may be seated. Our scripture reading for today is from the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verses 12 through 23. And it's about a conversation that Moses has with God. Moses said to the Lord, See, you have said to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me your ways so that I may know you and find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. He said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go, 
do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people, unless you go with us? In this way, we shall be distinct, I and your people, from every people on the face of the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, Please show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you the name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one shall see me and live. And the Lord continued, see, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. The word of God for the people of God.
Every Labor Day weekend, it reminds me of when I first met my wife. Suzanne and I were invited to a mutual friend's college graduation party. Actually, there, there were about ten of us who were asked to come the, the day before uh, to the party to set up for the party and to monitor the roasting pig overnight. Yes, Suzanne and I met over a dead pig. That's the story. You know, you can't make these things up. Over that weekend, we couldn't deny that we had become interested in getting to know each other better. And before the weekend ended, we made plans to get together the next week at Suzanne's place in Cincinnati. I was living in Springfield at the time. It turned out that Suzanne and her sister had already made some plans, but it was okay if I still would come down. While I was there, Suzanne's sister decided it was a good idea to ask me to take one of those quizzes from the magazine, maybe you know these things, to determine if I was boyfriend worthy for her sister. <laughs> Suzanne claims it wasn't her idea. Anyway, I took the quiz, and I guess I passed because obviously we continued to date. However, about this time in October, 34 years ago, we had become pretty serious in our relationship so quickly that we started questioning where we were headed. It was a, a turning point for us. It was a, a question of, were, were we going to let the other person fully in? To our hearts? Were we willing to take the chance of our well, rough edges being exposed? You know, were we willing to go deeper in our relationship? Well, let's just say before the end of the year, we were looking at rings. Things moved along pretty quickly. Friends, we are invited into a real meaningful, and experiential relationship with the Lord our God through Jesus Christ. However, for various reasons, we tend to limit the depth we are willing to go in our relationship with the Lord. It may be hard for us to think about, but God is relational and always has been. We can see this throughout the Bible in many stories, but a few stories stand out to us, including Moses' relationship with God that developed during this journey from Egypt to Mount Sinai and into the wilderness on the route to the Promised Land. Today's passage is kind of a turning point in their relationship. Let's take a, a look and pay close attention to what helps us to go deeper in our relationship with God. Moses' story is one of those that is well documented in our scriptures. 
as a young person, even though he was raised in Pharaoh's household, he knew his heritage, that it came from the line of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. More importantly, he at a minimum just at least knew of God. Later, he encountered the burning bush where God introduced Himself to Moses and called Him to set His people free from slavery. Of course, we know Moses reluctantly followed God's direction and continued to rely on God to lead the Hebrew people out of Egypt into the wilderness. And from the wilderness to Mount Sinai, Moses interacted and interceded, sometimes contentiously, with God as they work through the challenges of their journey. After Moses dealt with the golden calf incident and received the tablets of the covenant, God had directed Moses to head toward the promised land. And stop after stop on the way, God would meet with Moses in the cloud that stopped with them at every camp. In Exodus 33:11 we are told this, thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. A friend. A friend. Let's just sit with that for a minute. A friend. The text could have described their relationship differently, such as master and servant, God and God-fearer, or Lord and follower, because all of these are true. But the word chosen was friend. Moses had come a long way in his relationship with the Lord to get to this point. And when we consider the friendship that had developed, Our text today becomes so interesting to me. The conversation that transpired was candid and bold, certainly. But truly, it was also intimate with a friend, with friends. I want you to hear these words from that frame of mind. Moses said to the Lord, See, you have said to me, bring up this people you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, if you have found favor in my sight, please show me your way so that I may know you and find favor in your sight. And consider, too, that this nation is your people. Did you hear this differently from other times you have read it? What did you hear? I heard Moses saying, Lord, you know me so well. But I don't know that I know you as much as I want to know you. I feel like there is more about you that you could share with me. Moses had become Friends with the Lord and the desire in his heart for a deeper relationship was growing. And like Suzanne and I in our our courtship early on, Moses was wondering where they were headed in their friendship. Not just how they were going to get to the promised land. The same is true for us in our relationship with God. Is there a desire in our heart to go deeper on our way to eternity? We can accept our relationship as is. But where do you think that will take us? What helps us to go deeper? Wanting to go deeper helps us to go deeper. Whether it is fear or pride or whatever it may be that keeps us from wanting to go deeper, I want you to discover the desire, the the want to within you to ask the Lord, please show me your ways so that I may know you. 
Moses also seemed to be asking God, could this be the end of the road for us? Moses was concerned that the Lord was sending him off on the journey without him. God sensed Moses' concern and anxiousness. And then the Lord responded, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people, unless you go with us? In this way we shall be distinct, I and your people, from every people on the face of the earth. And the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight. I know you by name. And Moses said, Please, show me your glory. Now, perhaps Moses was wrestling with feelings of abandonment that stemmed from his life story. Remember, as an infant, he was torn away from his birth family. Then, as an adult, he was run off by the people of his adopted family. And then, through God's doing, he was reunited with his own people. Moses was at a crossroads of believing that his relationship with the Lord and the, and the people of God was sustainable. Was it sustainable or not? <clears throat> Would God be with them tomorrow and the next day? So he boldly asked God, please show me your glory. What was he really asking? He wanted to see God's presence. One theologian suggested Moses was wanting to witness God's presence in the likeness of Jesus. So I ask, have you ever wanted proof of God's presence in such a bold way? No, we, we like tangible, the tangible aspects of our relationships. It's natural for us to want this. God's promise is, my presence will go with you. Going deeper means trusting that God is and will be present with us. We may not be able to see the Lord the way we want to, but we can still get to know God more deeply when we have conversations through our prayers, knowing the Lord is with us. And that the Lord knows us, each of us, by name. See, God wasn't offended by Moses' request. And isn't offended by our request to see evidence of the Lord's presence. So in the interest of going deeper with us, the Lord offers this. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And will proclaim before you the name of the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one shall see me and live. God says, I may not be able to be physically walking alongside because of my holiness. It will consume you. But I am giving you all of me. All of me that will give you what you need to follow my way and my will for you. One theologian stated, God's goodness is not some ethical standard, some state of being. It is the empowering force that equips us to live as God's people. Friends, we understand this power. We understand this power through the witness of Jesus Christ as the Holy Spirit. That has been given and poured out on the people of God. Going deeper requires being open to experiencing God's goodness through the Holy Spirit. God's grace and mercy will meet us where we are. When we open, when we are open and we are searching and we are accepting the Lord's goodness 
that is passing before us. You see, there are no tricks, tricks to experiencing the goodness of the Holy Spirit. It's a matter of us being more attuned to it and that we are able to receive it. And the more that we know it, it is the Lord who is equipping and empowering us to be real partners with God, with Jesus Christ, in our life, in life, and in purpose. You see, God wasn't just leading Moses and the people of God to take over the land for themselves. They were on a mission to be known as the priest to the nations, to witness to the Lord their God who brought them out of slavery to be their Redeemer and to make known to all that there is the one true God. And we too are on a mission with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It is through God's goodness that we can be who we are in Christ and do what we are led to do. In Christ through the Holy Spirit. God's goodness is available to us. It is before us all the time. Sometimes our experience of this goodness is even more than we expect. Moses had one of those meetings described here. He said, then the Lord continued, See, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take, my, take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Friends, our most intimate relationships, they reach a point where we let the walls down, where we drop the facade and we take the risk of showing our true colors. Here God shows His willingness to go deeper with us. To be vulnerable with us. You see, God knows us, but also wants to be known. It's a, it's a two-way relationship. To know and to be known requires deep vulnerability that comes from Deep trust that is built through a deep investment in the relationship. If we look back before the fall, Adam and Eve were naked before God, which is another way of saying they were completely open and vulnerable before God, and they were unashamed. Jesus brings us before God naked and unashamed. Are we able to be this exposed in our relationship with God? Have we reached the point, in, this point in our relationship? God is willing to reveal more of His goodness with us. For us to go deeper, we must be willing to be with the Lord unashamed. Have you heard of thin spaces? Thin spaces. These are spaces in which we find ourselves experiencing God's glory, God's presence in a special way. Thin spaces open up before us when we are most intimately connected with the Lord. Our faith isn't about religion and religiosity. It truly is about relationship. Friends, God offers an ever-deepening relationship with us through Jesus Christ. Our relationship may begin with our acceptance of Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but it is only the beginning. There is so much more the Lord offers. God is continually pursuing a deeper relationship with us. The question is, are we pursuing the Lord? go deeper in our relationship, we have to want to go deeper. Trust that God is and will always be present in our relationship. Be open to experiencing God's goodness through the Holy Spirit. To equip and empower us as the people of God in an intimate relationship in life and in mission. And ultimately be willing to be unashamed in the Lord's presence. 
So let us actively invest in pursuing a deeper relationship, interacting constantly with the Lord who is with us, experiencing the goodness that is poured out and all along the way. Expect to encounter the glory of God in those thin spaces until the fullness of God's glory is made known in its totality and eternity. Amen. Please rise as we sing together. God be with you till we meet again.